Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, my friend. I'd like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started, I'd like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of your education that is going to make the biggest difference in your world. And I don't want you to be one of those people who look back on their life with regret. The research shows that 85% of people look back on their life with significant regret. And the number one regret is that I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead live my life based on the expectations of others. If you hear something that compels you, take action. Don't worry about what other people are going to think, how they're going to feel, how they're going to judge you. Take action and you won't live with regret. I want to talk to you about the four cornerstones of communication and then I want to give you some practical tips on how you can improve your communication daily. First thing that you have to know is if you do not have the four cornerstones of communication in a relational context, if you're talking to people about any topic whatsoever, and you don't have the four cornerstones of communication, you will begin to walk into areas of confusion. Remember this, the confused mind always says no, because confusion breeds fear. So make sure you are vigilant in these four cornerstones of communication. Think about them often. Embed them into your subconscious. If you have to, you know, do a little tattoo on your arm so you see them at all times. So the first one is this. Simplicity. Simplicity. Now, I believe that all of us should expand our vocabulary as much as possible. Words create our world, as I've talked about before. So the more words you know, and the more you study etymology, which is the study of words and the origin of words, the better your vocabulary is going to be, and the more you're going to understand the world around you. So the English language, for example, is a symphony and sometimes a cacophony of many different languages, Latin, Greek, Spanish. And we, we have this sometimes symphony, sometimes cacophony of this language. The more you understand the language, the more your understanding will be broadened no matter where you're at. I've studied words for years, and there has been times I've been around Latin-speaking individuals, or I've been around people who speak German, and I'll be able to pick up on what the context is of what they're saying because I study words. So it is very important that you learn more words and expand your vocabulary as much as possible. However, when you are communicating to other people, it is essential that you learn to speak with simplicity. That you learn how to speak well enough that you could connect with a 10-year-old, but have have your communication in such a way that a PhD would appreciate it. 
It is really important to use simplicity in your language. You don't need to drone on with big superfluous words that most people will not understand to make yourself sound smart. And most of the time, when people use big, broad, wide terms, they are trying to impress someone. It's important that you understand the big, broad, and wide terms. But it is, it is most important that you communicate out of your mouth with simplicity. So use smaller words. Say it in simpler ways. Think to yourself, would a 10-year-old be able to understand this? You're not patronizing people. What you're trying to do is connect at greater levels with people through using simplicity. Number two is clarity. This is one I always have to work on. My tendency is you've, I over explain things. In our minds, to have clarity, we need to think in lines of a critical path. What needs to be said versus what doesn't need to be said. Making sure you space your phrases and your words out enough so that the language, the words, and the meaning actually sink in. Remember, communication is about a transference of meaning. If I speak really fast, like the guy from the Micro Machines commercial, then you're not going to really be able to understand what I'm saying, and it's going to create a lot of weeds in your mind, and you're not going to be able to pick up on everything that I'm trying to say, or you're not going to be able to pick up on the meaning of what I'm trying to say. There's not clarity because I spoke too fast, and I'm using too many words, and your mind is now in disarray. Clarity is making sure your breath, your spaces, and what you are trying to say is not wrapped with a bunch of weeds. It's wrapped with a bunch of quote-unquote white space. Be clear, be clear, be clear in what you say so that you can connect with people at a higher level and so the transference of meaning happens at a greater rate. Number three, brevity. I had a communications coach tell me one time that you should take your beginning and your ending and bring them together as close as possible. The greatest writers in the world are actually the greatest editors in the world. Most books that you have read in your life, they start out twice or three times the size of what they are now. Why is that? It's because to be an excellent communicator, you need to be able to say what you need to say with as few words as possible so that you don't confuse the human mind and you don't drone on about points that are already emphasized and connected. Number four is the most important, and that is this, humanity. Humanity is about connecting what you are trying to say with commonalities of being human. This human element that we're living in, there are commonalities. We all eat, we all sleep, we all have friends, we all have family, most of us work, we all drive cars. If you're an adult over 16, you drive a car. We've all gone to school, we've all been through 
difficulties, we've all had pain, we've all had success, we've all had times of great happiness, we've had times of great peace. So it is important to use analogies to connect with what you're saying to humanity. So don't be afraid to connect what you're saying back to the whole of humanity. Do it at a rapid rate, use better and better analogies, more general analogies to connect to more people. Now I like to use sports analogies, but not everybody not everybody plays sports. So I have to be mindful of that. I like to drink whiskey. Some people like to drink wine. If I use whiskey analogies as a general human connection, I'm going to miss half of my audience. So I have to be able to connect to people on the general scope of humanity. And the better analogies I use, the more I connect with people. And remember, communication at the end of the day is about connecting heart to heart. Transferring the meaning from your heart to the other person's heart. So make sure you use these four cornerstones of communication. Remember them, practice them, get better and better and better at them. Next thing I want to talk about is just some practical tips moving forward. Okay. So the practical tips. First one is I have a speaking coach. His name is Greg Smith. He's awesome. I highly recommend his course, Vocal Catalyst, where he teaches you to speak like a pro. And you can dive into a lot of details. But he talks a lot about voice inflection and how you've got to pay attention to the tonality because that's 38% of communication. But <clears throat> to practice this in the course, he actually has us do the do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. So one thing that you've got to do is you've got to practice your tonality. You've got to loosen up your voice. If you were going to give a presentation or you're going to speak to somebody one-on-one, -on -one, depending on your mood at the time, your tone could be affected by that. So make sure that you pay attention to your tone before you go into meetings. Make sure you practice as much as possible sounding the way you want to sound. If you have a difficult conversation that you're going to have with somebody, make sure you get your recording device out and you practice saying what you need to say so that it comes across the right way. You are going to be the harshest critic on yourself. So make sure that you spend time criticizing yourself in a good way, building yourself up, but make sure you spend time recording yourself, listening to how you sound. If you don't like it, you can change it. And that's a good thing about practice. So I, I always recommend that you practice your communication and practice it daily. Learn three words per week. If you're an overachiever, I tell you to learn five new words a week. What I have used in my career is a program called Verbal Advantage. Now, Verbal Advantage, was, what it does is it teaches you 10 new words at a time. They do quizzes at the end of the segment. You can listen to them for a week. So you can actually triple this and learn 10 new words a week. But I recommend on low end, you do three. When I used to go into work in the mornings, the first thing I would do when I'd get there is I would practice three new words and then I would try to use them throughout the day so that I could recognize when that word was being used in context, I could recognize that word and then be able to understand my audience better. 
After time, if you think about this, if you did 10 a week, you're talking 520 words a year, which is pretty amazing. If you learn three, so you just reduce that number down. But point is, you've got to learn new words. And how you do that is through etymology, where you study about the origin of the word, and you begin to use it in context so that you connect to people at greater heights. The next thing is vlog or blog. One of the ways you increase your ability to communicate is by putting it in a live setting. Pressure is a really good thing especially when it comes to our ability to communicate. So being able to get a video recorder out using your phone, record yourself and then put it, publish it on a live setting because you're going to watch that back over and over again. You're going to listen to yourself talk. You're going to see things you don't like that you do. You're going to see other things that you do like. And then blog, write. There was a statement by Lord Bacon. He said, reading makes a learned man, writing a precise man. So make sure that you are writing consistently so that you can become an excellent communicator and that will help you with the four cornerstones of communication. Practice, practice, practice. Make sure you practice every day. Practice your tone, loosen up your voice, make sure that your body language is in the, in the right place when you're trying to communicate something. You know, you don't want to have a hunched over look and say, I'm in such a good mood today. It's really hard to do that Make sure your body language is in attunement with your voice. Vlog and blog and learn three new words per week. That's my suggestion. Do it every single day. Do it without fail. Add it to your day because the quality of your life is the quality of your communication. Increase your ability to communicate and you'll find yourself in higher and higher buildings and in greater and greater settings. Thank you for the honor of your attention. I hope this was beneficial to you today, and I can't wait to talk to you next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.